time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. Today's Monday, March 29th. Last week capped a four-week stretch for the precious metals sector, which the Mining Stock Journal said was one of the most blatant and aggressive efforts in the past 20 years to push the price of gold and silver lower. While the big Eastern Hemisphere buyers, led by India, have been taking advantage of the West Follies and hungrily feeding at the gold trough, Friday's commitment of traders report showed that big COMEX banks involved in the price manipulation of the metals continue to reduce their short positions in COMEX paper gold and silver. The mining stocks appear poised to lead the sector higher, with GDX jumping 1.64% on Friday. The Mining Stock Journal believes the sector may be bottoming here, as evidenced by the oversold condition technically in gold, silver, and the mining stocks. In addition, the gold-silver ratio looks ready to head south again, after rising from 64 to 69 over the last month. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Rio2. Rio2 is advancing the Phoenix Gold Project in Chile, the largest undeveloped gold heap leach project in the Americas. Phoenix consists of 5 million ounces in the measured and indicated resource category, and 1.4 million ounces in the inferred resource category. With a robust PFS in place, Phoenix is set up for fast-tracked construction and production. You can find a list of project and company information on their website, rio2.com. All right, here's what you need to know this morning. Great Bear Resources reported results today from ongoing exploration work at the Dixie Project in Ontario. Deep drilling has doubled the drill-confirmed vertical extent of the LP Fault Gold Zone, which begins at bedrock surface to approximately 800 vertical meters. The area of ongoing grid drilling extends along 4 kilometers of strike length. Three new 400-450-meter step-down holes drilled along the 500 meters of strike length all successfully intersected the continuation of the LP fault host rocks and gold mineralization at depths of 700 to 820 vertical meters. The deepest LP fault drill hole today returned 15.57 grams per ton gold over 3.05 meters from 942 meters depth. That was within a broader interval of 1.08 grams per ton gold over 70.25 meters. While high-grade intervals are the primary drill targets of these depths, the dual high-grade and bulk tonnage character of the LP Fault Gold Zone remains strongly developed at depth. Great Bear trades on the TSX Venture with GBR and on the OTCQX with GTBAF. Bunker Hill Mining reported several results from the this morning from its ongoing silver-focused drilling program and also some chip sam- channel sampling this morning. The company said today's results confirm high-grade silver mineralization in two distinct areas of the upper mine close to existing infrastructure. The best-selected chip sample included 0.6 meters of 1,100 grams per ton silver 
and 60% lead, representing just over 3,000 grams per ton silver equivalent. Drilling returned 3.8 meters of 996.6 grams per ton silver equivalent. Bunker Hill trades on the CSE with BNKR. Gold Bull Resources were back this morning with more drill results from the Sandman project in Nevada. Holes 2, 3, 4, and 5 were designed to increase confidence in the resource estimate at the North Hill deposit by confirming the grade, width, and continuity of high-grade gold zones intersected by historic drilling. Those results included 10.7 meters of 3.28 grams per ton gold from hole 4. Hole 2 intersected 25.9 meters of 4.48 grams per ton gold from surface. These recent drill holes have also confirmed the extent and continuity of the high-grade positions that are relatively shallow dipping and parallel to the stratigraphy. Gold Bull trades on the TSX Fetcher with CBRC. Caliber Mining announced results of the company's updated mineral reserves and mineral resources at their El Limon and La Libertad mining complexes in Nicaragua. The company says mineral reserves have increased by over 200% to 864,000 ounces of gold. The company noted that with the largest mineral reserve base in the last 10 years and the highest reserve grade on record, they have increased confidence in their ability to generate strong cash flow, providing a platform to fund organic growth. Caliber Mining trades on the TSX with CXB and on the OTCQX with CXBMF. Argonaut Gold also updated their mineral reserves and its measured and indicated resources. The company announced this morning mineral reserves increased by 43% and its MNI resources increased by 26%. The majority of the increase to mineral reserves and mineral resources are in relation to the acquisition of Alio Gold. The company now has a total 13.1 million contained gold ounces. Argonaut Gold trades on the TSX with AR. First Cobalt announced it has signed a flexible long-term offtake agreement with Stratton Metal Resources for the sale of future cobalt sulfate production from the First Cobalt refinery located in Ontario, Canada. First Cobalt will have the option to sell up to 100% of its annual cobalt sulfate production to Stratton Metals once its refinery is in production. Quantities will be determined by First Cobalt in advance of each calendar year and are subject to a minimum annual quantity. First Cobalt trades on the TSX Venture with FCC and on the OTCQX with FTSSF. MEQ and Mining reported this morning that activities at its El Gallo project in Mexico have been restored following successful resolution of the concerns raised by members of the nearby communities. A new 10-year agreement has been reached providing additional support to the communities and greater long-term certainty for the El Gallo operation. All right, that's it on the morning briefing this morning. Please head over to Junior Mining Network and the newsroom page for a full rundown of this morning's press releases. There was quite a bit of news out there to catch up on, so I would recommend doing that to pick up on some news that we obviously were unable to provide in the briefing this morning. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. 
It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.